are here. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's Brandon Marshall, your host here on Paper Route Faction Talk Channel 103, presented by I Am Athlete. I'm in the studio with my boy, Andrew Woohoo, yeah. Andrew Out West, and also BC in the booth. I was a little delayed, guys, because I'm sitting here watching this on a sports network that Inner Miami signed Luis Suarez in December, but that's not the news. Lionel, Lionel, Lionel Messi? How do you say his name? Lionel. Right? Lionel? Yo, how do we Lionel, Lionel. They call you Lionel Messi, Lionel Messi. Yeah. So they opened tonight. They opened tonight, and, and, and the coach said that he could potentially play 90 minutes. 90 minutes is a big deal, right? Because Messi came over uh, to the U.S., to the MLS last year. All right? Uh, he didn't play a lot, but he scored a lot. Yeah, and he so a ton. I, I was just shocked to see that. So I was a little delayed here on paper route. Mr. Messi is here. Messi is changing the culture. He's helping change the culture around soccer in America, or if you want to say football, which is the international term, mm -hmm. which is interesting. I'm not a guy to watch soccer. I don't watch soccer. Yeah. But he's going to make me watch soccer. Will you watch soccer? I will watch Messi. You'll watch Messi. That's interesting because... <laughs> I don't want to say I watch soccer. That's interesting because Jamaicans... You guys oh, play heavy. soccer. It's heavy. But we haven't had a great team in, in a long time, but we used to have a team back in the day called the Reggae Boys. Ooh. And that was a strong team. Um, I don't think we won much of anything, but we just we just know, just like every other country. You know, there I think you we just underestimate football because it's not big here. Mm. It's big everywhere there you but go. here. There you go. BC, how are you Yo, doing? I'm good. I'm how, good. How are you doing? I'm good, sir. How's everything? I'm, I'm good as well. Listen, yes. so we're going to get into um, some sports. We're going to talk about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. How can you not talk about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? Justin Fields, y'all saw Justin Fields? Yep. Justin, Justin Fields, Fields in the news yesterday. They dropped something. I don't know if the whole uh, interview came out, but he unfollowed the Chicago Bears and then start following all the stars for the Atlanta Falcons. And so he did a podcast with Amon St. Ramon. Saint. Amon Ross St. Brown, sorry. There you go. Amon <laughs> Ross. It's, it's like four names. There you <laughs> go. A.B., the new A.B. Yeah. Right. He did it with A.B. I like that. The, the new, new A.B. He did it with the new A.B. And, you know, they did a little teaser. He was like, yeah, everybody's talking about me not following. About that cut. And so we're going to talk about that. What's going on in Chicago? What's going on with Justin Fields? There's so much other talk. I think we're going to talk a little bit about the dunk contest. We might have a, little bit, a, a, little bit. a solution to fixing it. So there's mm -hmm. so much to talk about. But before we do that, I want to tap into a little cultural talk. Is that okay? Can I get off of the script a little bit? Yeah. Because everything's scripted. The NFL scripted. We knew Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and the Chiefs was going to win the Super Bowl. Did we not? Yeah. No, yeah. we didn't. No, I, would say, yeah. no. I would say no. I would <laughs> no, say no. I would say no. I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say that because I had a feeling that the 49ers was going to pull it out. Really, right, but. right, right. I, like, I mean, I thought the Ravens was going to pull it this year. Right. I mean, well, we, we definitely didn't think it was going to be them, how they finished the regular season. Mm -hmm. But then they end up being the top dogs again. <laughs> being the last ones left. And they're in position to three-peat. But before we get into sports and talk about all of that stuff, BC, I heard you like like BC's in the back. He's in a booth. That's what we say. BC in the booth. So he's in a different room, but we can see him on our screen right here for everybody's listening on SiriusXM. I hear, oh, what's up, BC? Yeah. And then there, it sounded like y'all were having a debate about who had a bigger impact on hip hop, Eminem or Jim Jones. Right. What was the conclusion after this conversation with your homeboys? Woo. 
It was a little heated because it depends on what we were, you know, what your credentials and criteria is. But obviously, if we the the, the consensus came to Eminem. Now, if we wanted to peel back the layers and fashion and all this other stuff, Jim Jones. But yeah, Eminem definitely had the biggest impact on hip hop. Now, as far as like the culture, who has the biggest impact on the culture? I mean. Yeah, Eminem's not swaying anybody to wear anything or buy anything. What? To buy leather jackets? Yeah, what? No. <laughs> like what? Leather jackets? Uh, yeah. No, I can't I, even think. I can't even think of an item that Eminem wears because he just wears sweatsuits and shit like that. So, so here's the question for Twitter, for TikTok, and Instagram. Put it out there. Cut it. Clip it. Omari, Shelly, really quickly, simple. Right? I want to see this. Who impacted hip-hop more, Jim Jones or Eminem? Let's debate. And now we can get into our show. <laughs> can we get your answer on that? No, I don't know. I'm not, that's not me. I want the people to talk about people. it. I want the people to decide. Oh, man. All I'm going to say is Dipset had me wearing pink in high school, bro. Nah, I, I they feel, sway the culture, man. They sway they the culture sway when it came to the, the culture, swag bro. and the, the, you know, the fits and, and all that lingo. You know, nobody's really talking mm. like Eminem, but if we're talking about sales and, and, and the impact that way and, and bringing impact, crossing it over to, like, uh, bringing hip-hop over to, like, the other side and making it a a, a bigger uh, genre, then, yeah, Eminem. So, so, so listen, we, 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 I, look, this is paper route. We talk about everything, all right? You know, back in the day, they say, don't, you can't talk about religion. You can't talk about uh, uh, politics. But we do. Ooh. And now, but more mm -hmm. people are doing it. I say mm -hmm. all that to say this. Racism exists. Yeah. Racism exists. But usually we're talking about the like white people being racism, race racist to minorities. Yeah. Let's let's flip that. Racism exists in <laughs> hip hop and racism? sports. Of course. Yes. And so so we talk, talk about, about Eminem <laughs> and we talk about Jim Jones. I feel like it's hard for some people in the culture to give Eminem all his flowers. And we give him his flowers, but give yeah. him all his flowers yeah. because he's a white guy. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. I it's, agree. It's also like in sports. It's like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's sometimes it feels like it's hard for us to say that Cooper Cup was the best wide receiver the year that he won a triple crown. We still were making excuses. Yeah. Like, can a white guy be the best wide receiver in football? Mm. Can, can the face of the NBA be a, a white guy now? So racism exists. Yes, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, you. But some you people will say this to a degree is somewhat the only thing we have, so we have to defend it. So we want to be racist? No, yeah, no. Because yeah, exactly. you know I'm saying the mindset of not wanting someone white to bubble to the top of an all black product. Okay. I mean, but then that's, we're that's what I mean. But then we're doing the same thing that they do to us. Absolutely. So then, <laughs> but that's know. what I'm saying. That's what that mindset's going to do. It's just going to be the same mindset back and forth. But there you go. They, they they only give us two minutes to talk about race, so we talk yeah, about we it. Yeah, we out. But you can't talk about it too. We long. love everybody, <laughs> every single one of our listeners. We love you, right? right. Oh, <laughs> but guys, let's get started into the Ooh. show because we know Justin Fields. You mentioned it just now, B. He he got a little. I would say no love right now for Bears, right? Because he recently started following. Uh, what was it? Drake London, B. John Robinson, and a whole bunch of all the stars players. in Atlanta. But Shit, I, he start falling future. He start, he start falling, falling T.I. <laughs> he start falling <laughs> hey, Sierra. Like, Guap. 
Everybody. <laughs> oh, he must know what's in his future. He's yeah. like, yeah. All right. Oh, he know what's in his future. I, I feel you, BC. That, hold on, that's another did, post. See what I did there? I'm, I'm, I'm in my creative bag right now. I'm just sitting out like, do this, do that. That's another post. Here you go. I can see that. Can you see it right now? Justin Fields unfollows Chicago Bears. Boop, I unfollow. Mm. Justin Bears, Justin Fields starts to follow all the stars, not only for the Atlanta Falcons, but the Atlanta culture. We're talking about who? Bijan Robinson. Drake London. Drake London. Who else? T.I. T.I. Future. Future. Guwap. Guwap. Demigos. Sierra. Sierra. Everybody. Tyler Perry. I mean, they, they adopted Tyler Perry. Magic okay, City. Ma- Magic City. They got an Instagram, too. This boy, Justin <laughs> Fields, start following everybody in the culture in... Atlanta, but now I'll let you finish. I'll, I'll stop being disruptive. I've had a whole uh, cup of joy. Nah, man, I'm excited for this show because the, nah, the energy go. is there. But all I was going to say is, so recently C.J. Stroud, uh, another QB, actually got uh, asked a question about this whole situation, and this is what he had to say. The Rams, I don't know. Who is the first pick? The Bears. The Bears have the first pick. You think pick. they're going to keep Justin? They should if they're smart, but, you know. It's the Bears. <laughs> you said it, not me. Key word in there, if they're smart. If they're smart. So if if the Browns, uh, sorry, the Browns, the Bears, if the Bears are smart, they'll keep CJ uh, Justin Fields. I wonder what CJ's speaking to on this one. Does he mean that, like, he doesn't believe in Caleb? Or is he just saying that Justin is just that fire, that they need to keep a good quarterback? All of this is noise. Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears, following everybody in Atlanta, is noise. C.J. Stroud saying what he just said, it's noise. Mm -hmm. The real conversation should be about the Chicago Bears. Before I get into the history of the Chicago Bears so we can understand where this franchise was and understand that it was royalty i'm gonna start post super bowl you know when the 85 85 bears they won the super bowl do we know what's been happening around the chicago bears since 1986 at the quarterback position do we know that so whether it's Justin Fields or Caleb Williams, let me say it this way. No quarterback should want to be the quarterback for the Chicago Bears, and I love Chicago. I wanted to retire a Chicago Bear. But since 1986, since 1986, let me make sure I'm here, there's been 45 different starting quarterbacks in 38 seasons. The best of the 45, guess who it's been? Come on, come on, hurry, hurry, hurry. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler won a whopping 51 and 51, Mr. 500. That's 102 games for those mathematicians out there. Did I say that right? Mathematicians? Yeah, mathematicians. There you go. Cutler's best season was 2010, guys where he threw 23 touchdowns and 16 interceptions, and he went 10-5. and 
And he still was outside the top 15 in QBR that season. That's the best they had to offer. To put this in perspective how bad the Bears been at the quarterback position, there's never been a quarterback in the history of the Chicago Bears. You got to go back to 1920. Papa Bear. George Stanley Hallis Sr., the founder of the Chicago Bears. Since that time, there's never been a quarterback in the history of this organization to throw for 30-plus TDs or 4,000-plus yards in a single season, ever. Let me put a little bit more light on this. 30-plus TDs. You know how many times that's happened over the course of the existence of the NFL? Yes, hurry up, Woo, hurry up. I'm going to say 30-plus. 120 times. <laughs> over, over 120 times. We need PFF to fact check this for us and give us the, the exact number. I mean, just a couple of years ago, Patrick 4,000 4, yards. How many quarterbacks since the Super Bowl era has thrown for over 4,000 yards? I'm going to say 60. Over 60. 50. How many yeah. times? Over 130 times. Wow. Since the Super Bowl era, the Chicago Bears have been dead last in passing yards per game, passing yards per attempt, TD to interception ratio. What quarterback would want to go to Chicago Bears? Why would Caleb Williams trust the Chicago Bears? Why would Justin Fields trust the Chicago Bears? Why would Kirk Cousins trust the Chicago Bears? Why would uh, 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 Russell Wilson trust the Chicago Bears? No. Now, I will say this. Mr. Ryan Poole, the president of the Chicago Bears, I like him. He is the only guy that can probably get the Bears out of quarterback purgatory. His career is on the line. This decision that he's going to make is going to define his career. If he gets this right, whether it's staying with Justin Fields, convincing Caleb Williams to stay, going to get Kirk Cousins, going to get you know any of these other quarterbacks, if he can, can get this quarterback position right, he will be a god in Chicago. Now let's go back to the history. This is why he'll be a guy. Do we know that the Bears have put more people, enshrined more people in the Pro Football Hall of Fame than any other organization out there? It's not even close. Names like, and these are current names like Devin Hester, Julius Peppers. I don't know where he's going to go down. Maybe it's a Carolina Panther. Maybe it's a Chicago Bear. Maybe it's a Green Bay Packer. Maybe it's all three. Who knows? But Dick Buckus, Brian Urlacher, Mike Dicka. Gail Sayers, Walter Payton. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. Papa Bear, George Stanley Hollis Sr., Mr. Everything. This guy was the co-founder of the American Football League, yeah. now known as the NFL in 1920. Founder of the Chicago Bears. He was the only guy to play, become an executive, and coach. He was an owner coach four seasons. This is NFL royalty. And this is why I wanted to take the time to peel back these layers because when you think about football, you think about the Chicago Bears first if you really understand the game. So for the Chicago Bears over the last 38 seasons to be in this position is mind-boggling. It's mind-blowing. They should not be in this position. We're talking about NFL royalty. George Hallis. 
the founder of the NFL. So, I know what you're talking about. I know what everybody else is talking about, but it's not about C.J. Stroud. It's not about Justin Fields. It's not about any of these guys. It's about the Chicago Bears and getting this right because we're talking about the best sports town in uh, probably the world. Yeah. You got a hockey team, really good, champions. You got a the Chicago, you got the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> like, we know you they did. You got two baseball teams, the White Sox, the Cubs. And you got the Chicago Bears, and they got an MLS team. Damn. They probably got they a got lacrosse a team. Base. Fact check that. They had a great fan base, too. Chicago deserves better. Make Chicago great again. They got a lacrosse team. Clean out the swamp. <laughs> All right, that's my rant. <laughs> I will say this. I was excited for that rant because we were going through it before the show and everything. Man, that was a great rant. A lot of information. The thing that stood out the most is the fact that they're one of the first teams. The only I'm gonna take I want you to take a guess. What's the only other team that still exists since year one of the AFL? Green Bay? No. Arizona. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals. They've been there since the nineteen twenty um I guess creation. Wow. Yeah. Wow, did not know that. But yeah, I mean They should be ashamed too. The Arizona Cardinals. How do y'all win the first show? NFL royalty and y'all still suck too. Y'all still yeah. What is going <laughs> on? Y'all y'all got more at bats. Y'all should have more Super Bowls. What are we doing? The, what? What what is this QB? I don't wanna you know, I'm I'm hinting at it being a QB curse. But it's like what happened after eighty five? Because they had a great team in eighty five. They had the fridge, they had Peyton, they had uh, a great quarterback. I, I got, I'm not pulling his name right now, but I'm going to look him up in a second. But 38 years and nothing at the QB position? Listen, uh, I, I, I'm not sure. You know, Jay Cutler. Jim McMahon. That was his name. Th- listen, I, Chicago is a tough place to play. You're talking about, you know, playing in the elements. It's called the Windy Season, Windy City for a reason. It's tough as shit. The coldest game I ever played in was in Chicago playing against the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football where it was below 10. Below zero. It was 10, it was 10 below. Right? So it is tough for kickers and quarterbacks and, and anybody to operate in that type of environment, but it's still no mm-hmm. excuse. So they took their shot going back to 2010, 2000, yeah, 2010, where Jay Cutler became available because Josh McDaniels, Mr. Baby Boy Wonder, has this bright idea to take the number one offense and dismantle it. Pat Bowling, rest in peace, fires Coach Shanahan, two-time Super Bowl champion winning coach. And you bring in Josh McDaniels, and the first call to action for him is, let's trade Jay Cutler. Didn't the Denver Broncos just draft Jake Cutler in 2006, 11th overall, and the year before, highly productive, all the way to the very end? Last game of the season, he he leads his team to being the number one productive offense in the entire NFL with young guys still in their first contract. And in the very last game, Drew Brees eclipsed Jay Cutler. And then baby boy wonder Josh McDaniels comes in and he says, hey, first thing, we're going to trade Jay Cutler for Matt. What is it? Matt Castle. Yeah, Matt Castle. Huh? What? (laughs) See, that was the year where uh, Tom Brady went down with the ACL. And he came in and he held it down. I think he may have won 10 games or something like that. 
And then Josh, Josh McDaniels being Josh McDaniels, go do that. And so we talked about it yesterday. Russell Wilson puts his house on the market. Well, who, who did it first, Jay Cutler? <laughs> soon as soon, <laughs> soon as Josh McDaniel showed his hand, Jay Cutler showed his. <laughs> Put his, his house, house up. <laughs> his house in Parker, Colorado, went on sale. He just bought it for two million dollars. <laughs> a new built, <laughs> custom. Yeah, we got to get a one on one with you and Jay bro. on on the market, <laughs> on the market, right? And so what happens is the Chicago Bears says, like, damn, it's been twenty something seasons. We have to make a move. And they go do it. They go give up a lot to get Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler comes in. They're still focused, rightfully so, monsters of the midway. This We're talking about culturally impacting football in a major way. So you got Brian Urlacher. They got Lance Briggs. They got Charles Peanut Tillman. They go get Julius Peppers. They got Izzy. They got dogs over there. They got Wale, and I can go on and on. But now you get Jay Cutler, but what receivers do you give them? I don't even think they had Matt Forte then. Maybe they drafted him a year or two later. And then you go get Mike March. You got this kid dropping back 20 yards in the backfield, getting his head taken off. Yeah, Matt Forte. Okay, yeah, Matt Forte when he got drafted there. So when you ask me what went wrong, it's management, it's ownership getting it right. Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith did a great job of creating a winning culture, but they can never get it over the hump. He made it to the Super Bowl, and then there was one year they made it to the NFC Championship, and that's the year where Jay Cutler, his knee, went out, and they were, there was a debate around was he tough enough? Should he have gone back in? Could he have gone back in? So there certainly were some moments that if the ball bounced another inch to the left or the right, we wouldn't be having this debate. But it's been 38 years since you guys really gotten it right. And so, you know, like I said, this new president, he has an opportunity to get it right. And if he does, he's gonna, there's going to be a statue of him outside of Soldier Field. I agree. I agree. I think he would deserve it at that point. I, like I made the reference to it yesterday, that's t- such a tough position to be in. Um Last question on this. Do you ever think, like someone in Caleb Williams' position, team hasn't done much in 30 years, do you ever see people coming into the league thinking, I know this team isn't that great, but I'm going to make it great? I mean, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, I think naturally, when you make it to this level, naturally you have that type of mindset, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But when you think about the quarterback position, you know, obviously, this is the you know this is like the most prominent case, and it's Eli Manning. Eli Manning getting drafted what was that 2002, whatever it was. It was him, Philip Rivers, and a couple other guys, and he 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 said, "I'm not going to San Diego." And he negotiated his way out of San Diego to the New York Football y'all New York Football Giants. So it makes sense at the quarterback position because we're we're drafting these quarterbacks like Caleb Williams and saying, "Hey, you got two years now. Now it's two years." You got two years to show that you're the guy and you can turn our franchise around. If you're picking number one overall, that means you're trash. And you've probably been trash. So you're asking these young quarterbacks to come in and change up, change everything, and then also cover up all of your weeks, your blind spots and your weaknesses. 
So you want to draft Caleb Williams, but the owner still thinks the way the owner thinks. The general manager still thinks the, mm, and, and, and making yeah, the moves that he's yeah. making. The defensive coordinator's trash. You don't have the right pieces around. And now that guy's the fall guy. So it's a terrible situation for some of these quarterbacks. And that's why, like, you know, I'm not pushing against, you know, Caleb Williams and his father and how they're moving right now. No, you I got, would never blame him. No, especially if you're at the top. Like, if, it, if it, it's, it's been done before, why not do it again? Right. Um, um, for the same reasons that we was just talking about because double standards. Ooh, <laughs> big facts. What do you say? Double standards. So, you know. He's saying because there's uh there's possibly a double standard being played here. Let's uh let's actually go ahead and move forward because from one quarterback to another, uh this is actually a little I, I call this comedy right here, what just happened. Uh Patrick Mahomes recently was being discussed by Antonio Pierce, former Giant and current Raiders head coach, because he was reminiscing, I would say, over his uh, win against the Chiefs. And that win, he had two defensive touchdowns and a pick six against Patrick Mahomes. But guys, let's take a listen. And then we went into, we got the Jordan rules, and we, we I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole, Elbows, feeling them, love taps. We touched them. We in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. All right, mm. guys. So what's your thoughts on Pierce's secret to his success? Well, first I want to say that I love Antonio Pierce, and I'm excited for the opportunity that he has, and he's going to be super successful. He really is. And we're showing why. But the reality is... There's no Mahomes rules. No rules apply to Patrick Mahomes. Now, Antonio Pierce, he goes out and 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 really highlights MJ as the example, the MJ rules, the Michael Jordan rules, going back to the Pistons and the Celtics, and da 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 da. Well, if you remember when Michael Jordan first got in the NFL, the first three years, NBA, excuse me, the first three years, he had to go through who? Larry Bird and the Celtics wasn't having it. Larry Bird wasn't having it. Then after those three, it was the Pistons. And guess what? They weren't having it. Bad boy Pistons. Bad boy Pistons. But in year seven, Michael Jordan said, now it's my time. And then it was lights out and it was a wrap for everybody after that. Because he got all, all all of the payback he wanted. Sweeping the Pistons and beating the Lakers in five. And after that, we know the story of Michael Jordan, the GOAT. But how does this apply to Patrick Mahomes? Because the last I read, Patrick Mahomes, through six seasons, made it to six AFC championships. Last I read, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs made four appearances in the suit to the Super Bowl, four Super Bowl appearances and won three. The best start ever, <laughs> potentially in any sports, for a player. So what rules actually apply to Patrick Mahomes? Now, I like what Antonio Pierce is saying and doing, right? Of course. I like it. 
because you, you, you're like slowing them down a little bit. You're making them think. You're, you're, you're making them like be agile. You won a game in the preseason. I mean, the regular season. Regular season. Even the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos went eight years without beating the Kansas City Chiefs. They play them twice a year. They're in the division. For those who may not know that part of it. <laughs> and they finally won this year. Sean Payton's first year as a Denver Bron- Broncos coach, led by Russell Wilson, had a big game uh, mm-hmm. in the Denver Broncos. They beat him. And they should have beat him the first time in Kansas City. But did you guys really win because he won a Super Bowl? Back to back. <laughs> and he's in position to do a three-peat. Yeah. So I say all that to say this. Antonio Pierce, I love you, but the the rules don't apply to Patrick Mahomes. It don't. It really don't. don't. It don't. It don't. MJ, first six years, yes, had to go through Larry Bird and the Celtics. They gave it to him. The Pistons, they gave it to him. Year seven, lights out for everybody else. Patrick Mahomes, first six years, win, win. Win, championship appearance, championship appearance, championship appearance, championship appearance, championship appearance, championship appearance. We're already talking about this dude as the GOAT. Facts. Rules don't apply to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I. What? What you got to say? I'm going to say that maybe he's coming up with a plan to slow down Mahomes. Maybe he wants to stop all that fast start, all that four three rings and, and, and everything you just named off. He wants to slow all that down. When you play, when you play his team, when you play them Vegas Raiders, you gonna, you got to run for your life. He's going to send them Raiders. at you. He's going to send them at you. He's going to try to hurt them. You, not hurt them, like get them out the game, hurt them, but just slow them down, hurt them. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, let's see because he's not invincible. He can be beaten. Do 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 we do I hear you BC but you're a basketball guy. Let me let me do we have the video of uh uh Gary Payton saying something similar to Michael Jordan, you know, yeah. you saw we have yeah, that video. Yeah. yeah, we got it. This is this is when this is what I think about. This is what I think about when I hear Antonio Pierce talk about the Mahomes rules. I I promise you. I saw this first on Instagram yesterday. I'm sure this has been circulating for a couple of years since the last dance. It was phenomenal, yeah. right? And it's been all out. But this is my first time seeing this particular clip on social. And then the Antonio Pierce thing came out. And I was like, oh, this highlights <laughs> it for me. Like, th- just think of Mahomes in the MJ seat right now. So you guys at home, you, you're not going to be able to see it because we're going to play it for our YouTube clips mm-hmm. and our social uh but you'll hear a little part. You, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. Let's play it. A lot of people back down the bike. I didn't. I made it a point. I said, just tire him out. Tire the f*** out of him. You just got to tire him out. And I kept hitting him and banging him and hitting him and banging him. It took a toll on Mike. It took a toll. And then <laughs> resting him a little bit. And then the, the, the series changed. And I wish I could have did it earlier. I don't know if the outcome would have been different, but it, it, it was a difference <laughs> and, and beating him down a little bit. The glove. I had no problem with the glove. I had no problem with Gary Payton. I had a lot of other things on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's why I said this is going to be mad comedy. Bro... 
unbelievable. <laughs> um, can we do this, Omari and Shelly? Uh, can can you guys can you guys uh, put Patrick Mahomes' face over MJ's? Somehow put Antonio Pierce's face on the glove, and that should be a social clip. Like we need to put that out. Like that that's Patrick Mahomes. He probably he's probably yeah. looking at Antonio Pierce like what? <laughs> Bro, that first laugh when Jordan first starts to laugh after watching the video. It, it, I wish y'all could see it, man. He shakes his head in such a funny way because he's looking at him and <laughs> you know Gary being serious as hell. That's the thing about it. Gary is so serious. His eyes are open. He's like, yeah, you know, we put a body on him. We made sure that he wasn't going to do nothing. <laughs> you see Jordan's eyes just hit the back of his forehead. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? Right, right. The let's glove? Run, we got to run that back. We got to run that back. he called him by let's his nickname. It, right. Let's run it back one more time. <laughs> I had no problem with the glove. A lot of people backed down the bike. I didn't. I made it a point. I said, just tire him out. Tire the f*** out of him. You just got to tire him out. And I kept hitting him and then banging him and hitting him and banging him. It took a toll on Mike. It took a toll. And then <laughs> resting him a little bit. And then the, the, the series changed. And I wish I could have did it earlier. I don't know if the outcome would have been different. But it, it, it was a difference. <laughs> and then beating him down a little bit. The glove. I had no problem with the glove. <laughs> oh my God, bro. BC, easy work. Easy work. I had Do, no problem. It was the shimmy after the laugh when he's. It, he did his the, head. The shimmy. You see his eyes get big too. Yeah. When we looked at it. Bro, that was. That, that might be the best part of the whole last dance. Because you've seen like MJ's like total personality right there. Yeah. Do you remember that era, BC? Of course. I. Listen, I wasn't even – you see how I go hard for Jordan now? I wasn't even a big Jordan fan back then because he was killing the Knicks every year. So <laughs> I was just like, damn, we can't get by him. So, yeah, I remember the era for sure. Oh, my God. Sure. Do you guys think there is a kryptonite, though? Like, if there is a kryptonite – because, I mean, even what Antonio's saying, right? He's talking about, like, we're roughing him up. It's the game of football. Like, it's already a roughing up sport. So, like, if there is a kryptonite out there – who do you guys think it is? Is it like a lineman? Is it a coach? For for who? Mahomes. Mahomes. It's him. It's Mahomes. So it's literally. It ain't even Mahomes. It's 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 injury. It's it's yes. It's the injury gods. And so and, the, and 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 what's the general manager's name of the Kansas City Chiefs? Like it's it, right it like the kryptonite is you know uh, uh, if I have you're forcing me to have this conversation because you keep asking this question. Y'all keep this is the third time. So you can't game plan for Mahomes? No. No. Well, there's, I mean, you no can, you can, you can. But what I'm saying is, Brett like, we're Veach. talking about, what's his name? Brett Veach. Brett Veach. So, Brett Veach has done a phenomenal job. Some saying he's one of the best general managers in football. I won't say that you got Patrick Mahomes, okay? Just like <laughs> Bill Belichick, they had Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was able to cover up a lot of flaws, okay? But if I have to say what the kryptonite is, it's Andy Reid's age. Boom. Yeah. It's... Injury, because injury is inevitable in the NFL. But we saw Tom Brady get hurt, had an ACL. He came back and still won a couple more Super Bowls. So Four. will it only be just a delay? And I'm not trying to put that in the atmosphere, but we're talking about what is Patrick Mahomes' kryptonite. 
bro, he got a top five defense now. Spags, nobody hired Spags. Spags, don't go. All you got to do is go get you another playmaker, which is not hard to find anymore. You got guys in the first, second, and third, and fourth round at the wide receiver position, running back position, coming in, going over. Th- Puka Nakua, went, he had the best. He had the – please look up when Puka was drafted. Puka Nakua should have won rookie of the year. Man, I'm I see that. But he had the – Maybe but, first no, here, half. Here's my argument for that. Here's, no, here's my argument for that. C.J. Stroud, y'all know I love C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud might – in a few years, be the kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. that's how much I love okay. him. But okay. we've seen this type of year from a rookie quarterback before. We've never seen this type of year from a w- rookie wide receiver before. That's why I'm always saying, if it's your first, you deserve the award. So Puka Nakua, what round was he? Fifth round. He was the fifth round. And he had the best statistical year ever at the wide receiver position. So if they go out there and they bring in a couple guys – it's lights out for everyone. Ain't no kryptonite. Ain't no kryptonite. They control their own destiny. BC, what? I'm just saying. It sounds good, but just a defense. Who's another top defense, though, out there right now? Top defense, you got the Cleveland Browns. Shockingly, the Cleveland Browns was great. The Baltimore Ravens was great. The Jets, you know, Jets, I mean, you yeah. want to throw the Jets out there? Yeah. Because I know during the um, Super Bowl game, they were saying how well the 49ers were playing in containing Mahomes and keeping him from getting, like, outside of the pocket. That, so That's right. It's, you know, that I know they, they repeated that a few times. It was just like, oh, well, the way the 49ers keep him inside here, that's how you maintain, uh, contain Mahomes. Da, 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 da. They're doing a great job of keeping him from running outside. So, But they lost, though, BC. But they did lose. And the same thing last year with the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia, the, the 49ers started, they were up 10-0. And they also missed some opportunities to go up 17-0 and then also really put them away in the first half. Yeah. First quarter. But that was the same story with the Philadelphia Eagles. But there's, just, there's something about these guys, the Patrick Mahomes of the world, the Tom Brady's of the world, the Michael Jordans of the world. There's something about the Serena Williams of the world. There's something about these type of competitors that they're all, it's just like, they're always going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And when they're in it, they're going to win it. And you know what it, What part of it is? Is that the opposing team or players, they're in their head. It's like when you're out there, when I was out there, and you see Tom Brady on the other side. You see Bill Belichick on the other side. It's, you're thinking about them too much. Yeah. They got too, They own too much real estate in your head. Instead of you sitting down thinking about like, all right, I got to do this, I got to do that, or just even taking a deep breath and enjoying the moment, being present. You're thinking about, oh, shit, like we got to be perfect. <laughs> because if we're not, yeah, that boy <laughs> can come back from 28 to 3. We've already seen that. So you're yeah. thinking about those things. And that's why these guys always in position. That's why you see guys F it up. Christian McCaffrey had three fumbles in the first six, seven years of his career. Three fumbles. Yeah. He had four this year and one in the Super Bowl. He had a how do you think about it? Yeah. That's, no, that's, no room for error against these guys. No room for error. So you agree with me that there's no kryptonite? 
not that there's no kryptonite. We just haven't found it yet. No, I agree with you on what you said. The injury kryptonite. Because I mean, he's I think gonna that's lose. Kryptonite. He's gonna. I mean, he's gonna. He's gonna lose. He has not, lost. Yeah, he has lost. So he's gonna lose some. But you're not stopping him. You're only slowing him down. So can I ask y'all this question? Is Superman still alive? Is Superman still alive? Is Superman still alive? Will there be another Super uh, Superman movie? Yeah. So yeah, there's the yeah. kryptonite don't work for Superman. Oh. So there's no fucking <laughs> kryptonite. So this whole conversation about kryptonite and Patrick Mahomes, like, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> it's like, you know, it is like it's like the it's like the man's kryptonite. It's a woman, right? Most times. No, 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 no. Go ahead, finish your point. But we're not gonna die from it. Hopefully. <laughs> but it's our kryptonite you know but Bruh. we'll live to see another day but when we say <laughs> let's define kryptonite what does kryptonite mean your weakness what? your weakness all right so yeah because kryptonite weakened superman it didn't kill him yeah it, it like puts him in a position to be taken advantage of it definitely doesn't seem like it kills him but it definitely, like, he don't have his powers, he can't fly, he's not as strong, but he's not dying. But isn't that the best part of the Superman story? Is that we keep thinking that he's down and out and he's about to die. And he never does. The Superman franchise lives, and it's going to live forever. Yeah, but it's different. Iterations. And it's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes, B.C., we're thinking that this is the worst offense that Patrick Mahomes has ever had. They start losing this, the, the last couple of games of the season. The Denver Broncos beat them. This team, the, the, you heard them, the Raiders beat them. That team beat them. Oh, my goodness. This is the year for Buffalo. Oh, my goodness. This is the year for Miami. Kryptonite weakened them. The suspense builds. They win the Super win Bowl. The Super That's Bowl. the best part of the story is the kryptonite. Is that we think that the Patrick Mahomes, the, 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 the Supermans of the world, is about to die because they're weak. But they always prevail. So can we be we'll – can we? That. I'll huh? give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's compelling. Now it's compelling, sir. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though I will say Batman might be a little better just because he a human. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I ain't gonna let you get him. Oh my goodness, hey, man! Patrick Mahomes I, is him. I told you. I told you. I said, "Oh my goodness!" Look at his Instagram account. He just put the clock out there. Yeah, he said it's go time. Yeah, the four posts before the Super Bowl was just a clock. Boom! A clock. He kept a clock. A clock. A clock. <laughs> Yo, that time, Patrick Mahomes time. Mm. Mahomes time. So let me ask y'all this: If if Patrick Mahomes was a superhero, who would he be? And what would be his superpowers if y'all can't even compare him to a superhero that exists today? Uh -huh. I'm going to say Wolverine. Just just going quick, Wolverine, because no matter what you do to him, he going to heal. He going to come right back. He's just going to keep winning. Okay, mm. Wolverine. Okay. I might go with Spider-Man, the way he's so shifty and mm. <laughs> even all awkward. over here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Unorthodox, a little awkward. Yeah. Are you still staying with Superman? Man, you know what? Patrick Mahomes, something different. Haven't seen it. It's like uh, a new take on something old school. So, 
I, I don't know, man. I mean, super Superman is the easiest one. Mm-hmm. Let me look it up. Let's look it up real quick. Let's let's, yeah, let's throw it out there. The top all our Marvel heads and comic heads, DC yeah. comic heads out there. Top super heroes. You know what I don't want to have happen? What's I don't want to treat Patrick Mahomes like we treated Tom Brady in the in the Patriots, right? Where they became the the super villains, the villains. And it's like, oh, they win you so much. So this yeah, year? like this year you, you can feel it shifting a little bit. It's like, man, enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. They're it's, not there's no spy gate. There's no deflate gate. Enjoy it. It's only so many times it feels like you could win before you actually start to get the hate. It's nothing you could do about that. Right. Uh Flash. I thought the about Flash, Flash, but I was like, is that one? just the colors? Well, <laughs> you got Kansas the colors City there, colors, but bro. think about it. Can can you look up what Flash is? Can you do a a search, a quick search on the Flash? Yeah. Let's read it first. Flash is interesting be, for me because like the first thing I think about, he's the fastest ever to do That's everything that he's about. doing, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, what are we? What are, what are we witnessing here? But that's not the first person that jumps out. Iron Man, no, because Iron Man, I think he died. Didn't Iron Man die? Mm-hmm. He had a kryptonite. What, what um, we got on the? Well, I mean, he's still human. He just has a machine. Aquaman. So. You got Green Lantern. What the? What the, what's the? What's the? What's the? What's the? What's the story behind Flash though? Like, can can you read that? Can you I look up, you. is there any Wikipedia? Let me see. The Flash. Like many it, of the other said, superheroes on the DC roster, there have been several characters in in the role of the Scarlet Speedster. What do you have there? A hero? I got best? you. Okay, <clears> it go says, ahead. in Flash origin story, a student named Jay Garrick is experimenting one night in the lab at Midwestern University when he is overcome by hard water fumes and passes out. Reawakening weeks later, he finds that he can move incredibly fast and is even able to pluck a bullet out of the air. So it just came about through an experiment, which I think a lot of the characters. Well, isn't that but isn't that Patrick Mahomes though? You think so? Let me tell you why it's Patrick Mahomes. Um, Justin Herbert. Everybody said it was a can't miss. Andrew Luck, can't miss. Who else? What other quarterbacks out there? The kid for Jack, the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Once in uh, uh, once in a generation, they mm-hmm. were hiring him. He, the next Andrew Luck. Right? Can't miss. How many teams passed on Patrick Mahomes? So it's kind of like the same thing. It's like we passed on Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it feels it feels similar. Can I tell you the nine teams or nine picks before Patrick Mahomes? He was picked 10th. He was picked 10th? Mm-hmm. Give me the nine. That's when Miles Garrett got picked by Cleveland. Mitchell Trubisky, Chicago. So that's a QB right there. Solomon Thomas. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What <laughs> year was this? This is uh, 2017 NFL draft. They Did they already – who did they have a quarterback to pick, pass on? Any they took Miles Garrett. Okay, great. So go keep going. Sorry. Yeah. So Chicago took Mitchell Trubisky. San Francisco took Solomon Thomas. Jacksonville took Leonard Fournette. Tennessee, Tennessee took Corey Davis. New York Jets took Jamal Adams. The Chargers took Mike Williams. Carolina took Christian McCaffrey, and Cincinnati took John Ross. And then Kansas chose Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Wow, Cincinnati. I can't believe that Mitchell Trubisky pick now. Imagine, but see, there go that Chicago. <laughs> 38 year history right there 38 years Chicago Bears what are we doing 
They had the chance. So okay, so okay, hold on, no, no, no. They had this chance before. What are they? What are they gonna do now? Well, history says, history says that they're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> Put them in the do not trust and circle. I, and I, listen, yeah. I love Chicago. Like I, Chicago, y'all know I love y'all. And y'all show me so much love, man. Like there's no, and I'm really like fans. Don't push back on me because I'm really approaching this way for you guys. Like the Chicago Bears fan base deserve more. And of course, Miss McCaskey. Oh my goodness, a brilliant lady. You know how I think she's over a hundred now. Miss McCaskey. Virginia McCaskey, oh my goodness. Soul to the earth, the best. Uh, George McCaskey, I just ran into him. Um, I just ran into him at the Super Bowl. We we spoke, we talked. He's a great guy. He wants to get it right. You know, but so fans, I'm really like approaching it with this energy for you guys because y'all deserve much better. Like there's no place like Chicago. I played in New York. I played for the Jets and the Giants, the biggest media market, sports market. And then you have the Dallas Cowboys because it's the Dallas Cowboys. And then you have Chicago. But when Mm. I tell you, bro, that city, oh, my goodness, unbelievable. I got a little bit of a segue I want to. Okay, go ahead. All right. 38 <laughs> years before we segue. V, don't History hate me, bro. says. Don't hate me, all We're right? talking about 1920. Mr. George Stanley Hallis Sr., also known as Papa Bear, also known as Mr. Everything, co-founder of the American Pro Football Association in 1920. It became the NFL. Mr. Royalty. This organization have more... Hall of Famers than anyone else. They have eight championships, one Super Bowl, 1985. Yeah, they definitely need some more. So that's the origin story of the Chicago Bears. We got to know where they come from and why this conversation matters. Because post-1985, 1986 to today, they have the worst quarterback play or the worst quarterback luck in the history of the NFL. There's never been a quarterback, never been a quarterback in the history of the Chicago Bears to throw for more than 30-plus touchdowns in a single season, never been a quarterback in the history of the Chicago Bears to throw for more than 4,000-plus yards in a single season. To put this in perspective, there's been at least, at least 120 times in the history of the NFL that a quarterback's thrown for 30 plus TDs in a single season, 4,000, let me break this down again, 4,000 plus yards, 4,000 plus yards. There's been 50 different quarterbacks that's thrown for 4,000 plus yards in the history of the NFL at least 130 times. All right, can we move on? Are you going to yeah, do your segue? We're good. We're good. We're good. Do your segue. So let me do the segue. All right. And and don't hate me after this segue. Nobody, please. Please. All right. So you brought up Miss McCaskey. Happy birthday from last month, Miss McCaskey. She turned 101. Wow. We know Jerry is 81. Which team do you think sees the Super Bowl first? BC, answer this question. <laughs> Not the Cowboys. <laughs> okay. That's okay. the answer. So basically, it's the Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. 
Y'all know, I, I listen, I, I'm taking out, I don't want to be known as the guy, oh, oh, we're talking about the Cowboys again, we're talking about the Cowboys again, what have y'all done, blah, 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 blah. Listen. So you're just going to Put it on in. paper, look at it from, look, turn on the film, they're in position. Yeah. They got a good team, BC. You talking about the head coach BC and the man went 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12, 12 and 5. 12 and 5, 12 and 5 without no ring. What is this <laughs> jive? What is this jive? What is this jive? <laughs> you got one ring. You had Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. You got one ring to show for it. Uh, no, thanks. Like, yeah. Well, guess what? If he does stay, he's going to get stuck with Dak for at least one more year. Dak is actually in his final contract year. Uh, I think we all know he's looking for a new deal, right? And he also has a no-trade clause. So what needs to be said about Dak's new contract situation, especially going into this next season with McCarthy coaching? We don't know what's going to happen after that. If Dak does sign a long-term deal, what's that future look like? All right. Um, let let. Ask BC that question, then I'm going to follow up with BC. I got you. Because I, I want to calm down and come down from the Chicago Bears. <laughs> you need to lower your heart rate real yeah, quick. Yeah, let me lower my heart rate. So ask BC the question, BC, BC. goes, then I'll follow BC. Yeah. So let me lay it out for you again. Okay. He does not have to worry about a franchise tag. Mm -hmm. This is the last year of his contract, and he has a no-trade clause. So really and truly, he's looking for a new deal, or he's going to probably hit free agency. Mm-hmm. So going into this next year, what do you think needs to be said about Dak's contract situation? Like, if you're GM, if um, you're Dak, we're gonna we're going to wait and see. I will put him on notice and McCarthy on notice for this last year of both of their contracts, and we're gonna wait and see. And if we don't get it done, or we're not at least closer than this year, we can wipe the slate. So. I'm not if I'm uh the GM, I'm not giving him a long term contract right now. I wanna wait and see. So what, you let him play it out? Play it out and let's get there. When we get there well, to I know the Brandon end. I'm gonna disagree with that. Yeah, I know he's I know he is. I know he is. <laughs> it's um, not a franchise tag. It's not a franchise tag. Do they have extensions? Like do you can you sign an extension? Do they have that in the NFL? Like, yeah. Where do you just sign an extension? So but they haven't extended him, right? No, not yet. Right. So if I would not, I would wait and see. Him and the coach are both on their last legs, and let's let's see how it goes from here. If not, then we move on from Dak and we so, and we we start over. I'm so glad that you went first on this topic, BC. And maybe I need to play second fiddle to you more often. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Because you teed me up. He said, yeah. <laughs> you teed me up. This is the cow, the Cowboys. I'm at Jerry, you're, you just played Jerry Jones. Yeah, he That's was Jerry. what he just did. Yeah. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. That, yeah. that, 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 that. You ain't doing nothing. Yeah. Dak Prescott <laughs> got all the leverage. Dak Prescott got all the leverage, and here's why. Next year, his cap number is $60 million. Dak Prescott got all the leverage. Mm. Here's another reason why. He cannot be tagged after next season. And if he leaves, you got to be ponying up another $40 million. So right now, Jerry, Mr. Jerry Jones, BC, you're Jerry Jones. Mm -hmm. 
You don't have no leverage. You got to figure this out today. Do you want to have Dak Prescott account for $60 million of your total cap space? You got to pay Michael Parsons. You got to pay CeeDee Lamb. And you got to upgrade some pieces, some, some, some positions on your roster. You need a little mm-hmm. bit more depth, too. Mm-hmm. Right. So is there a situation where they trade Dak Prescott? to get that off the books is there is there a situation where they can do that maybe get some picks out of it another player he has a no trade clause oh no trade clause. he has a no oh trade clause no yeah. he has all yeah, the leverage look at him yeah, <laughs> yeah this deal, i ain't gonna lie this deal he signed was insane he does have a no trade wow he can't be tagged after next season Mm-mm. so you can't play that game and if he walks after next season, you still owe him forty million. He's forty. He's accounting for forty million against the cap. Dak Prescott has all the leverage. How, um, can you explain to me how that works? That that part though is as far as like he's he counts against the cap for sixty million. So if he leaves, they still have to pay him. No, 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 no. So basically, it's like the way you allocate the money, right? Money up front, money on the back end. You can mm-hmm. spread it out throughout the years, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where your uh, your, your salary cap gal or guy comes into play. Some teams have really good ones. Some teams have really bad ones. So that's why you see some teams it's like in bad positions, right? Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Dak, first of all, Dak Prescott's agent did a phenomenal job on the last deal. He probably could have got more. And probably now we're seeing why he probably didn't get more because he – no trade clause. Yeah. Right. Um, and how he positioned this last year. Like, look at it. And so you take all of his money and you spread it out through these years, so it, it just fluctuates throughout the year of, like, how much, you know, he's up, he's up against the cap. Mm. So that's how that looks. And, and some of this shit is over my head, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, like, this is – we're talking about art and science to managing the cap, and the cap changes every single year. Sometimes it goes up. Most of the time it, go, it continues to go up, right? right? The bigger deals that's coming in, the Amazons correct, of the correct. world, the mm-hmm. YouTube. YouTube just invested $2.5 million, $2.5 billion billion. in Sunday ticket. With the B. So, with the B, <laughs> right? So that changes the game, right? Right. And so, you know, yeah, Apple even thinking about coming yeah. in as well. So there's so many players, and that changes. But there's sometimes there's a dip in, in, in a salary cap. And you have to be, as an organization, you have to be able to be in position to manage it. And you can't just make decisions for today. you got to also make decisions for four to five years from now. Right. And see, this is why, you, you know, when you hear Jerry Jones say, you know, I'm going all out. And then, you know, I respond and a few others like, well, you should have did that last year. Right? You should have been doing that. But Jerry has been playing a long game. He's really – and this is why I say they're in position, they're, they're, they're a good team, because they are in a good position when you look at their roster and how they were built. They've been patient. They haven't gone out there and jumped the gun like he used to, you know, over 10 years ago, him and the Snyders of the world is trying to pay for a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? But then when you're about to turn 100 years old, Jerry, and you have this window, Jerry – you go out there and you try to go get a Derrick Henry or somebody that just can add a little oomph to yeah. your to your situation in the postseason, right? Yeah. So Dak Prescott has all the leverage. Let, let me ask you this because we're trying to get a better understanding and you're probably going to have the most knowledge on it. Our PR Sniper, yes, that's his new nickname, PR Sniper, he said dead money. It's a salary cap charge for guy the guy no longer on the roster. Is that what the $40 million is? Yes. 
Okay, okay. I just want to So if that. he does leave in free agency after next year, if they don't get a deal done, Dallas would take almost a $40 million a hit in dead money in 2025. Wow. Even if he re- even if he signs with a different team? Yes. That doesn't clear? Yes. That sucks. And yeah, if this, he does leave in free in agency, favor, Dallas would take almost $40 million of dead money for 2025. That's wild. His cap number for next season is almost $60 million. He cannot, I repeat, cannot be mm-hmm. tagged after the season, meaning he can become a free agent no matter what. Fact check, fact check, fact check. I believe he also has a no trade clause. Yes, sir. With all that being said, Dak Prescott has all the leverage. I, I think I, I think you won this argument. <laughs> he got yeah, you got that. He got all I the leverage. I think with the sixty but, um, million to forty million, the no trade, the free agency, everything is leaning on the side. But let me ask you. I, but I would say this though. I don't think I would say Dak Prescott. I don't think he's coming in saying I'm about to. I'm about to just break the bank. You heard Justin Jefferson say that because think about Patrick Mahomes. There's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have been working on a restructured deal for some time. And Patrick Mahomes is taking the approach that Tom Brady did. More team-friendly deals, less of a cap hit so he can continue to put the right people around him. And I if I'm a quarterback, I say this like this is a this is a unique position. Go get your money. Anybody else in the NFL, go get your money. Ain't no Mm -hmm. discounts. But the quarterback, you got to think about it this way. If you're a quarterback, you're making a shit ton of money off the field. If you're a really good quarterback, the the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, the most valuable team, beautiful brand, you're Dak Prescott, you got a clean brand. How much money is he making off the field? So you're making up for it there. And also, if you actually win a Super Bowl, you're making money forever. So my tone changes at the quarterback position when it comes to, you know, deals. So if I'm Dak Prescott, I'm not trying to be the highest paid quarterback. No, 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 no. I ain't talking about I ain't doing nothing what Aaron Rodgers did. I'm going to give you $30 <laughs> million back because uh, Aaron Rodgers was due $60 million last year as well. He restructured his deal and took okay. less, but also gave back $30 million. So I ain't doing that, but I'll give you a couple. I'll give you a couple M's back. Go get me that, give that me slot. Those, those go players get me, go that get me that. Go get me that, that corner that can turn the ball over seven, eight times. Give me more opportunities. That's all I need. So, so you I, think he should stay with the Cowboys? Yeah, that's absolutely. A, yes. Just because of the position, the team, and everything. Ride it out. But let, okay, so let me put you in the, in the scenario – you you see how rough it was for him and Jerry to work out that last contract, right? And let's just take it out of the money. Let's say it's just I don't want to be here no more. Do you think that he should possibly test the free agency? Like he's been here for eight years, it no. hasn't worked. He might not have the best relationship with Jerry. He has a great relationship with Jerry. He has a great relationship with the organization. They just want to win, and rightfully so. If I'm Jerry Jones and I'm investing a shit ton of money in uh, amenities and Y'all got the best facilities. Y'all got the 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 best of everything. And I'm also putting y'all in position. Y'all got a beautiful brand to build off, you know, build a mm-hmm. beautiful brand to build your own brand off of. Yeah, let's win. And as a quarterback and as a competitor, you should, you should, you should, you should understand and appreciate that. It's time to win if you're Dak Prescott. 
So you're seeing this more as like so, you're lucky to even yeah, be so, the QB. So of I'm it saying that because they, 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 no, I don't think they have a bad uh, relationship. Jerry Jones always supported uh, Dak Prescott publicly. He's always said the right things. The Chicago Bears, on the other hand, you don't hear them coming out saying, "Oh, Justin Fields, our guy. This is our guy." So when we hear Jerry Jones saying, oh, "I'm putting all in," and Dak's, you know, we're only going to go as far as Dak Prescott takes us. This is the business. This is what we signed up for. I got PR sniper giving me word that on the street, Dak might be looking. For sixty million per year deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. crazy. That's like it. talking yourself out now. If that, it, and, and it would be basically equivalent to what Deshaun got. What? 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 What's the market? Let's look up the top average per year at the quarterback position. I got you. Let's look up that. Let's see. Let's see some positional. Yakety, yak, but you can also no look at it guy. this way too. Like, look, these quarterbacks when they're up. They have a lot of leverage, like I said. Not like take out the points that I mentioned. You know, sixty million dollar cap hit, um, uh, can't be tagged, no trade clause. Even if he oh. goes in free agency, he still uh, will 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 hit the Dallas Cowboys in forty million in dead money. Like take that out of it. Even if he's just like just like your quarterback, you know, and it's your you're valuable. And so you still have all the leverage because quarterbacks are hard to find. So there's a lot of organizations who go mm-hmm. out there and overpay, just like you just said, Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Why would he get that? Well, shit, just the same way I talked about the Chicago Bears, you can talk about the Cleveland Browns. It's probably in a worse situation when it comes to the quarterback position, right? So um, you also got to look at the salary cap. I don't know how much is going to increase next year. There's more money being dumped in. So the top – Quarterbacks are making what now? Fifty four, fifty five. Uh, right now we got forty five for Patrick, but we know his no, no, that's different, not the top. But the top. We got fifty five for Burrow next year, fifty two for Herbert, fifty two for Lamar, and then it's so a huge drop off to Josh Allen at forty three. Oh, actually, no, we got Hurts what, at fifty one. So fifty five. Fifty five is roughly fifty five. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. I ain't giving you no sixty, bro. Yeah, no. I, eight I, years I, ain't giving you nothing. no sixty. Mm-mm. You got to prove a lot. Like, if he had a chip, maybe. I think Jerry would give him a 60. But even – I don't even like talking like this because it's all speculation. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Dak Prescott is asking, what he wants. Yeah. We don't know. That's why it's important for y'all to freaking talk. When do y'all need to talk with the right people? Paper yeah. route, paper route, paper route. Get paper have a little one-on-one with us real quick. Maybe, maybe, paper, maybe paper route. Paper route. <laughs> It's your route. Let, let me throw a little name at you. You guys remember uh, McClung? No, I don't know who McClung is. Yes, Who's Mac McClung? McClung? Who the hell is Mac McClung? See, and I, that's why I did it that champion. way. Mac McClung is champion. this year and last year's dunk contest champion. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just talked about this. <laughs> yeah. I already forgot. That's the Mac dude McClung. that Sha- Shaquille O'Neal was like, hey, come here, young man. They don't know who you are. They don't know your name. Make them remember. And he... That part didn't do it because <laughs> I yeah. don't remember <laughs> that part. Nah, that he part. got some. He got some good dunks. He got some good dunks. Yeah, for sure. He got good ups. Yeah, that's what I see. For his height, because he yeah. looks like a short guy and not his, short, but NBA standard short. His head was by the rim. That was dope. Yeah, and he was jumping over some pretty tall people. But basically, he brought up recently that you know he doesn't believe that he would take down the king, aka LeBron George, uh, LeBron Jordan, LeBron James. 
Um, but he said even at LeBron age, Jordan, did you make that? Nah, I meant Freudian, Freudian, Freudian slip. LeBron James. LeBron Jordan, exactly. Number 23. But he said even at age 39 that he still thinks that um, LeBron would actually beat him in a dunk contest. So we're going to play a little hypothetical game, and we're going to throw Adam Silver into this game, right? Let's say that he, you know, L.A. just bit, you know, played their 60-second game. He's at the game. He says, hey, LeBron, come over here. Hey, take that Knicks towel off. Anyways, <laughs> so he walks up to him and he says, <laughs> LeBron, do it for the league, man. Do it to help out the league. Compete in next season's dunk contest. So, like, should he do it? If that's the scenario of Adam Silver I'm LeBron. Himself. Let's, let's, let's so, keep, okay, keep yes. the role play. You're Adam Silver. I'm LeBron. I don't know how he sounds. Hey, LeBron. <laughs> LeBron, come here. Take that towel off. Hey, you've been doing great. 39, going mm. in 40. How about we do the dunk contest, LeBron? Mm. How does that sound? Uh, you know, uh, Adam, you know, I respect you. And, you know, everything I do is just make the league better. You yeah. know, I'm just, you know, because, you know, LeBron, political and diplomatic, right? Yeah. You know, so everything I'm doing is, you know, to make the game better for not only my boys. You know, you got Brawny and you got Bryce that's coming in. But, yeah. you know, all the kids to follow. So this is, uh, you know, I, I, I respect the conversation. Um, yeah. You know, I'm willing to have it. Uh, but we're going to have it on my terms because, you know, Braun's a big businessman, right? Very strategic. Yeah, we know. We know right, your so business. BC, you Rich Paul. Hey, so, so what we're going to do <laughs> is I need you to call my assistant, Bria. All right, here's her number, Adam. All Thank right. you. Thank you. He's big boy and Adam Silver right now. Take this card. Yes. You call Bria. Do it the right way. You schedule time. Don't fucking just walk up to me. Whoa, 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 LeBron. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got kind of out of character. I forgot that. You okay. know, I got to be diplomatic. Okay. I got to be political. Let's get back on track. Let me get back on track. So, boom, you call Bria. You get on my calendar. You know what I'm saying? You come to my office uninterrupted, one uninterrupted drive. Is that like a show or? That's what you call your office? office? It's my office. Don't okay. worry about all of that. And then I'm going to have Rich Paul there. And I'm going to have Maverick Carter there. All right? And we're going to talk. All right? There you go. Boom. Call Bria. All right. Appreciate it. Go ahead. Call Bria. Hello? Hello? Hey, Bria. Adam. Silver. Yeah. Silver Adam. Hey, Adam. So we got LeBron. He might have confirmed, but I just was told to confirm with you that he's going to participate next season. Hold on one second. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Hello. What's up, Adam? Hey there, Mr. Paul. You, uh, you know, I am right. Yeah, no, they you call are. me the Silver Tom. Of course. <laughs> rich, hey, rich, Adam, rich, great, rich, 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 put it on speaker, put it on speaker. So, so great to talk to you. Put it on speaker so I can hear Adam. Put it on speaker so I can put it. I, can I got you, Bron. Hey, you. is that? Is that? Uh, Don't worry Bron about all or? that. Don't worry about all that. Let's uh, oh, let's, okay. let's get to the business. Let's get to the business, Adam. What do you need? Uh, so nice to meet you. I just want to say that uh, we're very interested in presenting LeBron in next season's dunk contest. What do you say, Rich? Give me one second to think about it. No. Damn it, Rich! Cut scene five. Scene five. Now activate scene five. Adam Silver cannot hear this conversation. Put it on. Put it on mute. Put it on mute, Rich. Put it. Boom. Okay. Good. Yeah, I can't hear anything. All right. So listen, this is the play. You know, we always watch the mask singer. Let's turn it into. The masked dunker. This is going to save 
the NBA dunk contest is going to change the narrative, how people view me. Oh, I should have did the dunk contest. I was running away. Michael Jordan got this on me. Hello? Kobe got this on me. Da, 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 da. So this is how we're going to play it. Remember, we were very strategic in 2010 when we did the decision, when we left Cleveland and then we went to Miami. Remember what we did there? We got to be strategic in this. This Brian. is the last dance. I'm going to retire. Tell him that next year. Tell him in two years we're going to do it. We're going to announce. Yes. Listen to me. Okay. As your best friend and agent, you can't Hello? do this. You're too old, man. There's no point in for you to, you, you're not going to gain anything out of this. It's not like you're going to win, man. Why well, are you going to go out there and risk injury? But hear me out. I don't think you should do it. Hear me out. 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 See? Look. Last dance. It's my last year. They don't know. They asking me all year, December, January, beginning of February. Is Braun going to do it? Braun going to do it? Nope, 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 nope. Y'all keep saying no. Then we're going to have the NBA announce. All right, and this is going to save the NBA dunk contest. We're going to have the NBA announce in January. We got a new concept. It's called the Mass Dunker. Y'all not going to know who's involved in the dunk contest. A lot like the mess. Dan, uh, singer. Singer, yeah. Okay. So, boom, I go out there, and I'm doing my thing. Now, if I win it, and they're going to make sure I win it, right? You know what I'm saying? Everything's scripted. They're going to make sure I win it. I do my thing. No flaws. I take the mask off. Boom. And everybody go crazy. It ends everything. Boom. How you feel about that, Rich? Bron, you think they're not going to notice how you walk and your feet? You think they're not going to know who, who who that is walking on the court? <laughs> Damn, you got us. Hello? You got well, us. On, you got Ron. the kid. You go ahead and watch. You got the, uh, the, the one kid, uh, the social media kid that always uh, mimicking bro. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, think they're not going to recognize your walk? Like, come on. The Damn. mask is not going to do shit, Bron. You no. got me. You got me. Let's change the concept. Hey, hey. All right, take the phone off mute. Tell Adam that we'll get back to him with a different concept. Hey, Adam. Uh, hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, I'm going to, um, you know, continue to discuss it with Braun and stuff like continue. that. Continue? Yeah, we haven't really. I thought this was a guarantee. No, nah, not quite. Not quite. You know, you ain't pushing no buttons over here, man. You're going to have to. I push all the buttons. No, 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 no. You know Rich? we run things. This is. Come, the, uh, Rich. Adam. It's me, Silvertongue. Adam. Adam, you know who runs this league, right? Okay. The king. All right. All right. Cool. So we'll get back to you. Sit on. Just go on ice for a little bit. We'll 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 you know concur and get back to you about that. All righty then. That? How does how does that sound, Adam? Sounds good. We'll appreciate, try again next appreciate, year. Appreciate appreciate <laughs> your calling. Appreciate your calling. Yay! <laughs> yes. Role play. Yes. Role. Listen, listen. That was a great. But BC, I really think that could change it. Like, look, I like the mass. Dunker, but you know that could be the whole concept. But what if Braun just like he they like yo we gonna announce like we got a little a, a late edition, and so during his last dance he comes out he has a mask on it's just him and he do something crazy he just come out the crowd really quickly so you can't even see how he walking or whatever and then bomb then he do something that's the bomb and then he just take the mask off he ain't even about it ain't even about winning it's just like he just did two crazy dunks and that's it how you think how you like that. I'm not buying. I'm not buying. I'm, I can watch these dunks in, in, in warm-ups. I can watch these dunks during the game. I don't think it does anything for LeBron. It's His time is over. Like, nobody wants to see a 40-year-old dunker. Like, you're not 
and and and, nah. and and this is what he can do because I'm thinking like, all right, yeah, he is forty. He he's not obviously he ain't jumping out the gym like that no more. Exactly. But he still is jumping. Look mm-hmm. at some of the dunks this year. Like the dude still can, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He can still do it. And it's not about can he do it. It's about how many times can you do it. That when you get older, you know a lot of these guys can still run fast. A lot of these guys can still throw. Yeah. far yeah a lot of these guys can still jump but they can't do it night after night after night mm-hmm. right so boom his body's right for this particular night what if he comes out and he's just like all right let me do the mj let me jump from the free throw line <laughs> let, and then he goes into vince Bruh. carter he just so he just takes the top three dunks of all time vince carter uh mj maybe it's uh what is it dominique wilkins is it or Dra- Clyde yeah. Drexler? Yeah, Dominique Wilkins with the the, the crazy windmills, the three sixty windmills. He just do three of those, pick three of them, and then that's it, bro. At thirty, you think you think you think he can take it between days. his legs right now? Nah, I think he can. I don't think so. I I think this is just not a great idea. He should have did it when he was prime. James got all the ups in the world when you were winning. When yeah, you were winning championships and you were winning all these games, that's when he should have did it. I don't want to see it now. He ran from it. He ran from it for so long. That's not gonna. What? That's not what. That's not what's going to save the dunk contest. I do agree that the stars need to uh, get involved. Correct. You know, like the Anthony Edwards and stuff like that. And the stars do get involved late. Late. Well, I think the last one was Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. If you want to consider them stars, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like one of the dopest. That was like probably top two or three dunk contests. The Aaron Gordon Levine. BC, uh, do you do you like the idea of the G League being able to compete? Because I mean, it's only so many positions. So if you start getting the superstars, because until Mac McClung, I didn't really hear about G Leaguers participating. Yeah, well, the last couple of years they started that. Um, I like it, and I think they're only really doing that because a lot of the stars don't want to be it, don't want to do it. So yeah. now they're trying to just bring other things. And like B said the other day, like we've seen just about every dunk. You know what I mean? Like every we've seen dunk, guy, Blake Griffin jump over cars. Like we've seen just about every dunk. So I think bringing in other people next, they should, if they really want to do a dunk, excuse me, they want to do a crazy dunk contest, bring some dudes off the street or from, from off, the, no. off the blacktop. Ain't nobody watching that. Because you're already seeing there's, those type of things. Nah, there's there. some sick dunkers out here that's way like yeah, way but I, more crazy, athletic, acrobatic. But, yeah, but we seeing that on social media all the time. I think the I think the 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 magic is seeing Giannis and KD, like you know what I mean, LeBron and those what type ab- of dudes. What about Anthony like, Edwards, like your favorite guys dunking? I got I got I got I got an idea for a dunk. Like, because we were talking about something that's never been done before. Let's go to the Grammys, right? The Grammys obviously puts on live performances during the um, the during the uh, show, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you know, now what we're starting to see is some of these live uh, performances outside of the actual venue, right? right? Last yeah. year you had DJ Khaled, Jay Z. They did that last supper joint outside right. of. Right. Formerly yeah, known yeah. as Staples, that was dope. Now Crypto Arena, that was dope. This year, U2 in the sphere of, in Vegas, they put a dope performance on. That was super live. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in the NBA right now, what I would probably do is this. You know how you see dudes jumping? Like, this is crazy stuff. How one, like, you'll see these, uh, 
stunt devils like jump from one building to another building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what if obviously this be close and you got to do it in a safe way? But what if you you know you you are a dude and you take it so you're doing you're taking your dunk outside the venue and they're going to show this, but you go from one building to the next. Like maybe you put a cord or you know connecting a cord on it or whatever. But like you you find it, you know what I mean? Do something like that. Mm-hmm. Jump in from one building to the next. Ah, what you think? Put a net down there. I, I would do something like that. You don't like it? Nah. I would. You would win. It's too. It's like now. Now it's doing too much. Now you know what I mean. Now we're doing too much. We're like yeah. we're jumping <laughs> over buildings and stuff like that. Man, you that would win. It may if somebody was to do one person was was to do that and add that to their dunk. Like yo, I'm gonna take this outside and went and did something like something crazy like that. Right, but the stars just got to get involved. Like the top stars of the in the thing, they got to get involved and want to go out here and dunk. You're doing all this flyness in the game. Like I don't know why Obi wasn't back in it. You know what I mean? He won a couple of years ago. Like Obi should have mm-hmm. got back in. Obi Toppin, his brother was in it. I think he got jerked on the on 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 his dunk on this year's competition. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to see the best high flyers, the best, the most creative dunks, people turning around, doing 360, this and that. Like, that's what I want to see. So let me ask you guys this. With the social media era, do you guys think that it would be beneficial or non-beneficial if we did get, like, celebrities involved? And what I mean is, like, the you know, we got the celebrity basketball game. Mm-hmm. Let's say we lowered a rim and let a little Kai Sinat and 21 Savage do some dunks or something like that. More, I, more athletic I, guys, I, but... I like that. I'm 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 more interested. I'm just thinking in, like where the society is, you know. Yeah. I'm more interested in that idea than BC's idea of like just dunkers. Like I mean, I I feel like we can go on Instagram and TikTok and see some of that stuff. But like if you throw in uh, uh, Justin Bieber, J Cole, you Chris know Brown. something like that. Like I would like that, but I wouldn't like. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want a BS. Maybe you do that for the celebrity game where you do like the intermission and yeah. you lower the celebrity rim for that. Dunk but contest, yeah. the dunk contest, it needs to be at ten, and so you got to bring in celebrities that can really that really get bounce. Right. Yeah. That's that's gonna be a hard part. Ten foot rim. Like like think about it. Now you open it up. Like Michael Parsons. Um, uh, Correct. Uh, Correct. Miles Garrett can can jump out the gym. Right. Even I think uh, Patrick Mahomes can dunk. Like I, I would like to see that. Yeah, that would be I wouldn't crazy. be mad at seeing some NFL stars get out there and and and, and do the dunk contest. Yeah, like, that would fly. Dude, that what would if it was NFL versus NBA and NFL won? It could. It could happen. <laughs> That'd be insane, bro. I'm mean, not even in this game and y'all beat them. It could happen. You got some freaks, bro. Like at the at the at, Miles Garrett football. is crazy because he's so bulky mm-hmm. when he play. It just looked crazy. Cause yeah. it look like a bulldozer coming down the he court. Want, you gotta, you still gotta be agile. Yeah, you gotta be agile. Yeah. It's like 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 Zion. You know what I mean? You gotta move because Zion Correct. can get up and dunk, and he's built like a football player. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I want to see. What if fans voted? I want to see. I mean, Zion. that's kind of forcing the player. But what if fans voted? Like, uh, what we're trying to do is essentially figure out how to get this damn game better. Because I love the dunk contest told when y'all. I was growing up. Mass dunker, BC don't like it. I told y'all. The mass. I feel like there's all kind of liabilities. BC, you know you'll tune in, bro. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch regardless. Okay, yeah. Let's. You know what? Let's get B on there for next year. The mass dunker. Well, we can't tell nobody that you. Well, I'm saying producer. I ain't dunking. I'm talking about nobody. No, 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 no. See, I'm in my I'm in my business era. I'm I'm talking about let's produce it on I am athlete. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. All season, we get some cats to come in. Boom. Come in here and dunk. That would go crazy. That get. 10 million views. Bro, I feel like there's so many NFL players that can play basketball really good. 
We're going to do it. The I ma- think- Brian, write that down. I've been over the last week. I've been sending Brian all my ideas. I'm <laughs> activated right now. While I'm probably like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Brian, Brian, Brian. I want to do a. I want to do a. This, I, text like Brian, Stewie. I text Brian this Brian, the other day. I'm Brian. giving him this idea, but it don't matter. We're going to do it better. Somebody can take it. But uh, everything you need to know in the world of sports in 90 seconds. And then you got me and multiple contributors coming in. Boom, we hit basketball, we hit baseball, we hit football. Pop, 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 pop. That's all everything you need to know. Yeah. I Bam. hit combat. Yeah, I'm sending him that. <laughs> now I'm talking to him about, you know, how do we how do we recreate? Brian, how do we recreate wilding out? How do we recreate TMZ? But in sports. <laughs> and not TMZ sports. I'm, last night, last night, right. last night, I'm freaking. Last night, I'm 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 sitting there studying talk soup. Do you know what talk soup is? Yeah, I yeah. feel like I've heard it. All right, go uh, ahead, go ahead, re- look it up. BC, that's go old, ahead. That's an OG show. Oh, that's yeah, the OG I show, show. On, um, Go to on, Wikipedia on E. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like studying that last night. I'm like, yo, yeah. how do we? I love talk soup. I actually uh, guessed hosted that oh for real back in the day yeah what can you read what talk soup is well i don't know if this is just an old version because it says it ended in 20 uh 2002 yes yeah Yeah. you hosted it it's an old story it's an old school show yeah yeah it's a they tried to bring it back but go ahead um they were a television show produced on cable network channel e um they aired selected clips of the previous days Daily talk shows ranging from daytime entries like Jerry Springer and celebrity talk shows like Tonight Show, um, surrounded by humorous commentary. So essentially, just reacting. That's right. Reactions. Yeah. That's right. But you're saying sports, sports, mm, sports, sports suit, sports. Shacktons. A lot of Shacktons. We could um, Shackton the fool. We could. <laughs> I'm sure they oh, got them. In fo- I don't know what they call them in football, but um, bloopers. You know what I mean? Like all yeah. the, like blooper, yeah. blooper plays and shit like that. You, you know something I, I would love I actually spoke to VC about this off off camera but like there's a lot of people who have been invested in these NFL script videos and like mm. basically I would love in that 96 if you could touch on that we don't have to do anything mm. now and I'll give you more reference after the show but like these videos are crazy Brandon right it's like literally guys standing and then they'll like have Patrick Mahomes running by and they'll just go Really? And they turn. It's crazy. I got to yeah, show you guys. Like, show. It's like they're just letting him walk by. Go get those. Get that first down. You seen it? <laughs> yeah, he showed it to me the Hold other on. day. If y'all give me a second, I'll, I'll bring one up for Brandon. It's wild. This oh, is insane, dope. bro. Dumbass dunker. Man, Brandon Marshall here, your host today. Reset. reset. You have Andrew out west. I saw this one. And... BC in the booth. This is Sirius XM Faction Talk Channel 103. I love when they go into the helmet. I think that's the funniest thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what are, you, what are your thoughts on that, bro? Because that just does not help the argument of an NFL script. So basically what we're looking at is Patrick Mahomes. So everyone is listening right now. I'm looking at uh, a video on Andrew's phone. And it's Patrick Mahomes taking off. And then you have a cornerback that has an opportunity to hit him. But he takes on the wide receiver instead. And so we're saying the NFL is scripted. What I would say is this, like there's two things. This is why I would say it's just not scripted, um, but I can see how it looks. But one, you don't want to be the guy that lose forty, fifty thousand dollars right? So if you touch the quarterback the wrong way, you look at the quarterback the wrong way, now you could be fined, right? So guys really are nervous of hitting the quarterbacks. 
Look like he's running. Could potentially is he running out of bounds? What he, what is he doing? Also, you're taught as a defender to keep the running back inside. So the cornerback's job is to contain outside. So he's turned it in. But in that play, he made the wrong decision. He probably should have went and tackled Patrick Mahomes, but he didn't. But I can understand why he didn't. I would love to see you break these videos down for like a whole show. Because <laughs> some of them are so unbelievable, bro. Like, it's just, are you serious? Right. But guys, let's talk a little bit more about football here with two former legends, uh, Chad Johnson and Shannon Sharp. They recently got wind that Russell Wilson, and, and it actually came by a birdie. That's what Chad said. It came by birdie. But that's Russell what I Wilson. That's, I was watching that video, and I should have said the same thing about uh, Taylor Swift. They got on my head like, oh, he's lying, he's lying. Like, yeah. I, said, I got it from a birdie. Little birdie said this. I'd have probably been good, huh? Yeah. Hell I yeah. I probably should. All right, next time it's we'll do that, I'll break some news. <laughs> I got you. I got you. But, yeah, they said basically a little birdie told him that, you know, there's a potential chance that Russell Wilson is the betting favorite going to the Steelers. So let's take a listen. We got to work on the Steelers now. I, if 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 a little birdie told me, I, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm a little birdie told me, and I said this many shows ago, if Russell Wilson coming on over there to the Steelers, Cleveland had Deshaun, well the AFC gonna be hell. You the do AFC realize, gonna be hell. Uh, I think right now I saw on DraftKings the betting favorite is Justin Fields to end up in Pittsburgh. No, he's going to Atlanta. I, I, I always I got, said I, I thought this, he would I be Michael script. Big 2.0. All right, mm. so what are we thinking about this prediction by Chad Johnson? So many outside factors we don't know. I, I think that, you know, um, listen, I, I think Chad, Chad, Chad has a lot of relationships, and I'm sure there's been a birdie or two in his air. Um, you know, there's been a lot of conversations. Like, hell, there's birdies in my ear right now. Like, I'm hearing from people, and they're like, hey, this is what's going on. Here's what I'm thinking. Like, you have those type of relationships, so don't want to put that past him. But what we have to understand is every single team right now uh, is focused on what does next year look like, diving into free agency for the first time this week. A lot of these mm-hmm. teams. Now, obviously, you have conversations of passing, but to really say I'm locked in, we're focused on this – it's really this week, and a lot of these things are going to come um, to fruition right around or materialize even more right around the combine. A lot of business gets done at the combine. So these this week, the next couple of weeks, head down on what is. So you have these teams from the Chicago Bears to the New England Patriots to the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Denver Broncos. All these teams that are quarterback needy are now saying, okay, here's plan one, uh, pl- plan A, B, C, and D. Right, we're talking about free agency, trades, draft, mm-hmm. second wave of free agency. They got all these scenarios they go through. So we don't know what's going to happen because there's so many outside factors. I can see Russell Wilson in Atlanta and also Pittsburgh. I can see Justin Fields in Atlanta and Pittsburgh. It makes sense for both teams are great fits for both. So we will see how all this plays out. You know the one uh we talked about him earlier, I believe, and people are talking about him, certainly. But the one person that can disrupt this entire quarterback, what do you would call this? The quarterback, not market. Well, yeah, the quarterback market. Yeah, I would say market. Quarterback. Or quarterback conversation. Carousel going on right yeah, now. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. an interesting mm-hmm. one, right? Like, And that's Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. 
Like, what do you do with Kirk Cousins coming off of an Achilles? He's a guy that you can trust, Mr. Consistent, but is he the guy? I mean, he's probably, what is he, 35 now? He's 35. How many more does he have left in him? Right? Like, this guy, like, can Kirk Cousins end up in Pittsburgh? Can Kirk Cousins end up in um, going back to Minnesota? Can he end up in Chicago? Can he end up in Denver? Can he end up, like, right? Like, yeah, I see Kirk more like a holdover QB right now. I see Kirk Cousins like, in damn. They're almost. Go ahead, go ahead. Like, see what you say. No, I'm saying like I see him like a holdover QB right now. He's not gonna be the QB that like takes you to the promised land, mm-hmm. but he's serviceable. Like he's gonna a little more than serviceable, but he can actually. I don't know that he's gonna get you to the championship. You know what I mean? Well, Maybe he's a good holdover QB until you get your until you get your franchise QB. If it helps any, they're both going into their 13th year. They're both Who? 35. Ooh. Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins. Right. And the only real difference, you know, if you don't get too technical, would probably be the bowl. The only real difference? What the hell are you talking about? No, I mean, like, about? I'm not going to count, like, like wins like and that. losses and <laughs> interceptions and TDs. I'm not going to go crazy Come with that. <laughs> you know, it's just a little difference, bro. Just a little what? Super Bowl. <laughs> a little Super Bowl chip. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I can see but Kirk Cousins. But it's not like a huge age or anything. Right. So, I can see Kirk Cousins in Sean Payton's offense. That ooh. could be interesting as that holdover that you're talking about, BC. Yeah. 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 I can, see that. That. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. Something like that. That Like, you think about how, like, if you watch um, quarter, I think it's called quarterback, Peyton Manning series on Netflix. Is it called quarterback? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch that. You can see Kirk Cousins' process, like, very particular. Like, not only, like, what he wears, where he studies, how he studies, mm-hmm. his routine. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me a lot of Drew Brees. Mm. When I – my last cup of tea in the NFL was in New Orleans. And so I was there for a month. My first week there, <clears throat> we get through the week, and then we get to Friday. Friday's called Fast Friday. Right, we're putting our last touches on the game plan. We're going through red zone. It's a faster day, light day, right? No pads, et cetera, et cetera. So we get to Fast Friday. We go through fr- we we go through fr- Fast Friday. Afterwards, I'm like, all right, I'm not playing. Let me go get some extra cardio, some extra work. So I go into the weight room. Attached to the weight room was the indoor field. What split the weight room and the indoor field was these glass, this glass wall, mm-hmm. so you can see through it. And so I'm on the stairmaster, old ass guy, thirty something years old, year thirteen. So I'm on the stairmaster, <laughs> working okay, the hand my extra work, <laughs> thirty minutes on the stairmaster. <laughs> God damn. And so I'm on the stairmaster, and on the stairmaster, right. In front of me is this glass and the indoor field. And in there, everybody's gone except Drew Brees. Drew Brees is in there after a practice, a walkthrough, right? Media, da-da-da-da. And he's in there by himself. And he's literally just walking through, like doing like um like he's almost like a walkthrough, jog through where he's going, like doing drop back, three-step drop, look right, look left. He's actually mimicking throwing the ball, no ball in his hands. Five-step drop, do the same thing, mm. seven-step drop. And he does this as long as I'm on the Stairmaster, which was 30 minutes. And so I walk over to the strength and conditioning coach, 
And I say, what is he doing? He said he's literally going through every single play in the playbook against every single look that he could potentially get. So he might do, like, say you're throwing slants. He He's going, he's doing that versus cover one, versus cover two, mm-hmm. versus cover three, versus a blitz, versus da-da-da-da-da. He's doing all that. We're talking about maybe 200 plays. And he says he does this every single Friday. Right? And he said once he's done, once they clear out, he's going to go and do it in the mirror. Yeah. So I say that because, like, I can see, like, a lot of that is in Kirk Cousins. This obsession. Yeah. You know, over-analytical. And so I can see Kirk Cousins fitting in Sean Payton's offense, and it's all about speed. Drew Brees talked about this Super Bowl week where he was like, it just seemed like the timing was off. It seemed like, you know, you know, Payton, the offense wasn't flowing the way it's used to being flowing. It's like, you mean your offense, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's your offense. That's, that's Sean Payton, right? And so I can see that working there. Bro, can I ask you yes. one question? Please. So I, I'm imagining myself as Drew Brees, but just so you know, I'm doing the Dak Prescott hip thrust when I'm going through my right, right, right. So it's like, ah, ah, you know, you got to throw the hips, right? Right. So <laughs> when I feel like I've had this question answered, bro, but when I imagine doing something 200 times just to get a mindset about it, like what do you feel that with after you retire? Like, you're 35 years old, and you've been doing this every Friday for 13 years, and now you're just 36. That's right. And no more NFL. Like, how do you feel that? You don't. You don't. There's always going to be a a void. There's always going to be a hole in your heart, right, that you can never never fill. There's nothing like playing in the NFL. There's nothing like making it to the big leagues. That's why you see a lot of guys struggle. They don't know how to transition. They don't know how to move on. Now, that doesn't mean that your life can't be fulfilled or amazing. It can. Like, for me, I had I feel like I had one of the smoothest transitions. I'm doing something that I love. Yeah. It brings me a lot of joy and excitement. But it feels different. There's nothing like running out of the tunnel on Monday night football, 70 fucking thousand live screaming, screaming. in MetLife Stadium, going, pulling up on a bus, in your beautiful suit to Lambeau Field, and you're going through freaking just a suburban area, farmland, there's nothing. No tall buildings, no skyscrapers, and then all of a sudden it opens up to this Lights. open field, and it's just like glow over Lambeau Field. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like playing in Buffalo, bro. And it's rocking. There's nothing like playing in Kansas City. And they're like, and the home of the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like playing in Chicago and Soldier Field. And there's this one guy they bring out that sings the national anthem. And when he comes and sings, they yell and scream throughout the entire national anthem. It's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Bro, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like going to Seattle and, like, like what is this? Is this playing at USC or Florida State or Florida, like the 12s? There's nothing, nothing like that. And you can never, ever replace that feeling of playing in an NFL. There's nothing like it. Final question on the show. 
What's more hype? And I think this is a pretty decent question. How many minutes do we have left? You said final question. Final question, yeah. Like two minutes. Okay. Um, who's more hype? College or NFL? When it comes to that fandom. Oh, college. College just insane, right? Yeah, and it's not every it's not every uh college. Mm-hmm. You know, team or whatnot, but or experience, but it, I gotta just say, college. Like you gotta think about planning in between the hedges in Georgia. You know, you go to Florida, the Gators, three biscuit, four biscuits, all Florida Gators stand up and holler. Like what is British that? tradition? Yeah, That's know. the yeah. You gotta you gotta understand <laughs> Florida State. Oh yeah, I know. Oh yeah, we know that one. Oh yeah, hey, we know the U, right? The U, all the of you. that. I don't know the U. There's <laughs> tradition, you know. You know, you got to think it's it's like, a, you know, I wouldn't say it's the purest form because I think high school football is like the purest for me when you're playing for pride and, you know, Friday you're Friday walking around uh, with your, your, your jersey on and you got the, not the jamboree, but you got the pep rally. Like that's just different. But you college. You also the guy in, in the hallways. Yeah, but, co- but, co- but college football, bro. Man, you gotta think you're singing your 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 college. You know your your fight song. You're singing it. The whole stadium is singing it with you. There's nothing like that as well. But like, I think the best experience for me, like college. I, I mean, I enjoyed high school. High school was phenomenal. That probably was the best. That's when you're with your your homeboys and you're mm-hmm. like the spirit there. But when you get to college, now you're thinking about being league bound, and so you start thinking about the money and different things. But that's dope. That's when you start feeling like you know, really big man, like girls, you partying, all kinds of things are getting thrown at you. But boy, when you make it to the NFL, bruh, yeah, think about that. You make it to the NFL. transitions. You make it to the NFL the first couple years, you're seeing, you know, the Champ Baileys of the world, the Ross Smiths of the world, pulling up in Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis, et cetera, et cetera, dope suits and jewelry. Like you might have a little bit of that. You go to their house, they invite you over there for poker night or something or just to hang out. And it's (laughs) like, yo, this is a mansion or this is a damn estate. And it's like you start dreaming even more. Yeah. Right. And then you start getting that stuff. What? You know how you think about that, bro. You look, open up your bank account and you got 10 mil, 11 mil. You're like, ah, you're like, yeah. Man, shit, I feel like that's the first subject change. for our show tomorrow. Imagine you opening your bank now. account and seeing O's. Oh, 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 O's. Well, listen, guys. Talk about O's in your bank account. We're going to talk about an O for out. That's Paper Route. This is your host, Brandon Marshall, on Paper Route Channel 103, Faction Talk, Sirius XM. And we got BC in the booth and Andrew out west. We will see you tomorrow.